Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hey, if you want to listen to the full Burt Show every day, uninterrupted, we got no ads on that thing. All you have to do is become a bonus BS subscriber. That's bonus Burt Show. Find out more at thebirdshow.com slash bonus BS. The Burt Show. More and more, uh, amazingly, of my female friends in my close group must have gone on a trip to Aruba just yesterday. Yeah. Uh, got some sun and then uh-huh. came back and Kristen was one of them. Yeah. Um, I told you, Delta's offering <laughs> these incredible rates and you can just pop wow. over to Aruba for like about 18 hours <laughs> and then come back and you're nice and tan. Look at that beautiful tan. She's yeah. got to look at healthy uh-huh. tan. Wow. Look at you. And this, this, this won't temper down when I, when I take a shower later today. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay. No, it will. <laughs> <laughs> Kristen's ready for bitter ball tonight. I am. We're having, we have a singles night tonight and even though we're going to be in a dark club um <laughs> i still want to have somewhat of a tan i'm exposing my legs tonight i shave them and everything wow. so i want it wow. i know that's a lot of effort right it's there. so much effort yeah. and i just just for this this morning show in this radio station <laughs> <laughs> well when we had the sparklers coming out of the bottles of vodka uh-huh. tonight as yeah. they are coming into our area your tan will look fantastic oh, just, in that light. I'll just be glowing. Yes. yes. The lasers going all around the club and stuff. When when they do come your way, it'll be beautiful. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, thank you very much. <laughs> I appreciate it. All right, let's get down to business. Where are the damn pigs? Oh, oh, they're coming. <laughs> such a dork. God bless him. All right, so um, there's a big game this weekend. And I don't know if some of you know, but sometimes a football is referred to as a pigskin. So in honor of said big game, we're going to be doing the piggy cam, <laughs> a.k.a. the pigskin cam. So, yes, we had some pigs from Outsiders Farm and Sanctuary. Poor things, not the pigs, but the people who work there got the COVID, and so they were not able to come in. It felt so bad for them. But Tommy found a backup. And so North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park is coming in today with not one, but two pigs. Their names are Ham Solo and Chewy. <laughs> so we got some Star Wars piggies coming in, um, and that's going to start at 8 a.m. Okay. on the Bird Show's Facebook page. Right, so we will go live with our piggy cam. They'll be in the corner in their little piggy pen, and um, they have sent pictures and they're real cute. Of course they are. Yeah, they're pigs. They're, they're real cute. They're not like little pink pigs. They're like one is like black and one is brown and they are, they're furry. Like they're, they got hair and stuff. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Are you sure? Are you sure they got fur? I'm not convinced that these are going to be pigs. Like, I still think I'm getting punked. I will send you the photos of Ham Solo and Chewy. Listen, I am creative, but I am not that creative. <laughs> yeah, they're furry, all right. They've got hair, quote unquote. We are not bringing puppies in again from canine assistance and dressing them like pigs. These are actual pigs coming in studio. Oh, okay, cats. I'm sorry, the cats when they come in dressed like pigs. Yes. Atlanta Humane Society is not bringing cats in. No, no they are not. Um, this started a couple of years ago when Kristen had this really stupid idea for like, was it Easter? It was. To bring in bunnies. And I'm like, no, no one's going to check out the studio just to see some freaking bunnies. Bunnies. And the hits on it and the views on it were off the charts. She was right. I mean, tens of thousands of people tuned in to check out the bunny cam. And I think it's just, and that was, I don't feel like we were as in as much of a hellscape as we are now. I feel yeah. like with all the negativity and and whatnot in the world and you go on social media and it's just like an onslaught, onslaught of mm-hmm. I feel like people like to look at cute little animals on video. Uh, I don't feel like Abby has bought into the pig hysteria yet. Have you ever held a pig? No. Why? Oh Where? God, in what so situation would I have ever held a pig except for any man I've ever dated? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know, but I feel like I've been exposed to a lot of pigs over the years, and they just seem to be getting smaller and cuter and cuter. I think the last time was in Molly, Molly's backyard. So I missed that party, okay. but she had a petting zoo, like a mini petting zoo, a baby animal petting zoo, and unfortunately I missed that. But Bert has a picture of him holding a pig, and it's honestly the happiest I've ever seen that man. <laughs> not when he was in Fiji, not uh, when he was in South Africa, no. not when his child was born. Oh, hell no. But as he's holding this baby pig, the look of sheer joy on his face, and I'm like, yeah, we're going to make that happen this year. I think that's beautiful. Thank Aww. you. What a gift. You're so welcome. And now, again, those pigs aren't that small. They're not that tiny. Okay, okay. still. So pi- n- you won't be holding it like this. You'll probably be holding it like this. Okay. Uh, holding it like a football, yes. essentially. Yeah. yeah. And as I said yesterday, we are not like getting uh, paid to promote pig uh, pigs as pets. No. But, but they do, as I understand it, make great pets also, which is why I'm looking at pets instead of dogs. When I do bring another heartbeat into the house, they can be trained. They can be potty trained. They do tricks. Uh, they will cuddle up next to you. They are awesome. So you can ask, ask all these questions of North Georgia Wildlife and Safari Park when they come in with Ham Solo and Chewy. <laughs> all right. So we'll let you know where they're here so you guys can uh, click on and check them all out yeah, live. Yeah, go ahead and put a reminder on your phone. 8 a.m., Burtow Facebook page. We're going live with piggies. I'm not a huge fan of spicy foods, but I do like a bit of spice in other areas of my life. Reality TV fights, make it spicy. My margaritas make them very spicy. And when it comes to the spice cabinet you keep beside your bed, you got to have a wide variety of spices to keep things heated up. If you've been looking for some more flavor to add to your life behind closed doors, Adam and Eve can help you bring the heat with some fun new items to turn up the temp between you and someone else. Or if it's a single girl summer, there's plenty of options for those of you riding solo this year. Adam and Eve is offering 50% off just about any item and they'll include free shipping and rush processing so you can spice things up ASAP. And you don't got to worry about your neighbors noticing your delivery. Adam and Eve ships things out in discreet packages. So you and Deborah down the street don't have to make awkward eye contact when you get your mail. Just go to adamandeve.com and select any one item and select just enter offer code Abby at checkout. That's A-B-B-Y at adamandeve.com. This exclusive offer is specific to this podcast. So be sure to use code Abby to get your discount code Abby. 
The Burt Show. All right, so she thought her friend was dating this really sweet guy. And on their first date, he told her some info that might have changed everything. And she's not sure if this is a guy that she should continue to date or ditch this guy. Katie has a friend here going through this thing right now. Yes. And it started um, um, like some weeks ago when I went out on a girl's night. It was about four of us. We're just having a good time, just getting some drinks. And our first round of drinks, we just downed them, right? And then our server came with the second round before we could even order a second round of drinks. We're like, oh, they're on it. Like They just know we want these drinks. They're like, no, that guy over there sent you guys drinks. So then, like in a movie, in slow-mo, as you're holding your drink, you turn your head and you look at said man and... Mm -hmm. He winks, right? (laughs) I don't think in all the years that I went to bars or clubs or whatever, I ever bought a random girl a drink from across the bar. Just for the sheer rejection factor that could happen when she sees who bought her the drink. I think I have never done that unless I'm talking to somebody in a bar or a club. Then I'll say, hey, let me get you a drink, but never from across the bar. No and, way. And that's why I was like, this feels like this is out of a movie. This is crazy. But, of course, we invite him over because now you've bought us drinks. Come on over and socialize with the group of girls. And so he was really, like, focused on my friend. And you could tell, like, they were vibing and stuff. And I'm like, okay, cool. He just is telling us about his life. You know, I have a business. I do this. I do that. <laughs> I'm a great guy. And then, <laughs> That's what they always say. Yeah. And he exchanged numbers with my friend. So, cool. Successful night. They go on a date. Did she Google him before they went on a date? No. Oh, girl. Just the excitement, too. I mean, of getting that phone number, too, even before the date. Like in the club, you exchange all these optimistic opportunities, maybe. Or maybe it's it's happened so often and you've been disappointed that it's not as big a deal. <laughs> no, I, I'm just not getting that much action. I think, y'all, I think y'all have higher expectations of me out in the club than, than uh, men do for not, me. For guys, I think, uh, it feels like crossing the uh, end zone into... Uh, or crossing the line into the end zone when you get a phone number. All right, it's a mini and, touchdown right there. And it's there. a correct one. What's that? And it's a correct one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's she didn't give you a fake right, one. Right, it's a correct <laughs> phone number. And the second thing, obviously, is when she says you want to get out of here, that's the touchdown right there. Yeah, that's yep. a Super Bowl. That's a, that's a touchdown. <laughs> so they go out on this first date. And during his first date, he says, you know, I have to tell you the truth. Um, back in my early 20s, uh, I went to prison ooh, ooh. for about 10 years. Ten years. Ten years. And so... Damn. I don't know why she didn't ask why he went to prison. She didn't ask why? No. This is what she told me. She said, I didn't want to be that type of person right off the bat. I was just happy that he even told me about it, and I was going to figure it out later. (laughs) And I was like, girl, that's stupid. (laughs) (laughs) That is stupid. I mean, he opened the door. Like, he opened the door to the conversation. And Mm -hmm. he has to understand and expect, when you disclose that kind of information... I don't think he can get mad when somebody goes, 10 years, so what, what, what happened? What were you in for? Yeah, 99 out of 100 people. 10 years is a long time, it so is. this is not going to be jaywalking. So he shouldn't feel awkward if someone says, okay, what were you in for? And most prisoners don't spend their entire sentence in prison. That was probably 10 years moved down from something else. So in my head, I'm thinking, you probably got charged for like 15 or 20, but you got out for good behavior in 10 or whatever, or time served, time, whatever. Like, what do did you do? Yeah, so the question doesn't become like, what were you in for? It's how many people did you kill? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So then I was like, girl, give me his name. 
right? And he doesn't have a common name at all, and we know where he's originally from. I look him up. I Google him. He went to prison for drug trafficking. Um, so mm-hmm. now it's, do you continue to date this man who went to prison for drugs? Yeah, he's got good contacts. Or no? <laughs> <laughs> kidding. And or I'm guessing 10 years in prison, like... This wasn't just dude, some dude on the street corner no. that was handing out little bags. This is a guy that's organizing the whole thing, and he they was, finally caught up. And it was probably a dramatic scene when the FBI knocks down his door or the ATF knocks. This is a big one. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I say, no, criminal, criminal. Ditch. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, well, that, so now it's up to her to get more details. And... Mm-hmm. He has to know. He also has to know, I think, that once he told her, she was going to go look it up and see what he was in for. So I would get the story and I would get what he learned from said story. Um, however, if you were involved in a situation like that, you probably know some scary people. Mm-hmm. So I would just want to be, I mean, when you're, and if you're two, 10 years, like you said, you're moving some units. Like you're, that, that's like the big leagues. So I'm sure you're in contact with some people that could do some scary things. Yeah, that's not a little scale in your on your kitchen counter. No. <laughs> when you're laying things out, Abby. Well, my second question after what were you in prison for is you say you're a business owner now. What is said business? Mm-hmm. Because business could be code for I'm still doing drugs and I could still go away for 10 years. And I'm not going to do the long distance. I'm not going to go sit in that visitation room. It's cold. The color wheel does not work for me. Orange is not going to be your color. I need to know. Exactly. He says it's home inspection business. I don't know. Home inspection. Um, and how long ago was this in his life? Uh, he's 43 now. Okay. So it was like when he was 25. Almost 20 years ago. I, I, I date. I would date him or her. Yeah. I would. Con- uh, uh, yeah. I honestly, I wouldn't ditch, but I would get more information than than take it from there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would proceed with caution. I don't want to write him off just because he made some mistakes in his twenties, but I mean, I would definitely keep up the feelers to make sure that he's still not getting into that kind of stuff. So it would also, to be honest with you, depend on what he was in for. Um, drugs. That was 20 years ago, but some things go on your permanent record. You know how I feel about this. Like you mess with women and you don't get consent or you do things with kids. That's a permanent record. I don't care how long ago it was. Mm -mm. Never, 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 never. Mm -hmm. But drugs, no problem. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Drugs are still a problem. (laughs) 20 years ago. I could get over that one. The Burt Show. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. I hope to God Jennifer Lopez sent Britney Spears a spicy text after her last Instagram post. Because if you said this about my man, I would be throwing hands. So Britney (laughs) Spears shared a post to social media where it's a photo of her, Diane Warren, and Ben Affleck. From back in the day, right? Back, it's literally a black and white photo, so it was way back when. <laughs> and she decided to caption the photo with a little bit of celeb tea. So she said, cool pic of me and Ben Affleck and Diane Warren years ago, crying face laughing. He's such an amazing actor. Did I fail to mention I made out with Ben that night? Dot, dot, dot. I honestly forgot. Damn, that's crazy. (laughs) Wish I could tell you guys a story that happened before that. Oh, dear. I'm just being a gossip girl, nerd face, sly, 
side crooked grin. <laughs> P.S. I actually forgot laughing crying emoji. And then she deleted it because I'm sure. Oh, she did. Yeah, she took that thing down. I missed the very first part of this. Who was that? Ben Affleck. Oh, no, who texted it? Oh, oh, nobody texted anything. I'm just hoping that Jennifer Lopez put Britney oh. Spears in her place. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey. yeah. Because, like, I mean, the, why would you say that knowing that Ben Affleck is married at home with Jennifer Lopez? It, why bring that up publicly? Like, if you... You should have put it in the memoir. You know what I mean? Like, if that's something from your past that you wanted to talk about, it's like her her Instagram is all over the place. There's no doubt about it. Um, I do want the girl to be happy, but at a certain point, it's like, what was the point of posting that? I'm not sure she, that common sense is her strong point. I don't think it is either, she, but... You know, she can do a lot of things. Yes. Common sense. <laughs> doesn't, doesn't rank real high up there. And no. this is small. And trivial, but it's driving me crazy. So she does a ton of selfie videos of herself dancing. For instance, she just posted one of her in this red, like what looks to be um, strapless bathing suit, red, whatever, unitard thing and some devil ears and a devil pitchfork. And she's acting like she's the devil or whatever because she said she missed out on Halloween. And it's February. Again, whatever. <laughs> but the way she has the camera set up and her phone set up, because she has she uses a ring light to film herself. You can see the inside of the ring light. And it's like, if you're gonna do that, <laughs> do it right and center your phone so we can't see the ring light. That's what's bothering you. That's what's bothering me. <laughs> Not that she admits to like having made out with Ben Affleck back in the day, but that she can't set up her camera correctly. I've read something last week that said that all the dancing videos that she has on Instagram are all the dances that she's done over the years on stage. Uh, is it? Yeah. I thought she was just making this. Uh-uh. Essay. No, she's not. No, she's not freestyling. A lot. A lot of them look like if you watch, it looks bananas now because she'll be in a bikini and she has like mascara smeared under her eyes. But when you see her in stage in costume doing the exact same spins, you're like, oh, that looks good. Yeah, she's just repurposing it, man. Mm-hmm. For her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she's got to get her social media clout. So anyway, we have that little tidbit about Britney. Wish we knew the full story, but maybe that'll come out in the second memoir. And I'm, I hopefully Ben and J-Lo will not even respond to that. They've seen yeah. worse than this. Yeah. <laughs> Way worse than this. They got bigger problems. I mean, she just put out that movie that I don't think anybody watched, but <laughs> what did you call it? A fever dream movie? It was a fever dream. It looked like she was like either, it was either a rom-com or she was going to defeat Thanos. I, it was I mean, she, I was, She's trying to go for the Marvel movies. I was very confused what was going on. But you know what? Shout out to her for putting herself out there and being vulnerable. Didn't look good, but I'm so proud of you. Did you that movie get she... released? Because I haven't seen not one thing about it since it got released, like how much it made or anything. It did get released? Yeah, well, it's on Prime, so I don't think it's like a box office uh, hit, but okay. it was you can watch yeah. it on Amazon Prime, which, you know, maybe I'll do after a Delta 8 gummy. It seems like that'd be a really <laughs> a entertaining good. way to spend my weekend. Okay, so, you know, a couple days ago we were talking about the, I can say Super Bowl, right? Super Bowl? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I never know the rules. The Super Bowl commercials and DoorDash did this really genius thing where instead of doing a commercial, they decided to just give one person all the items that are being advertised in the Super Bowl commercials. So now we're going to play The Price is Right DoorDash Edition. Mm-hmm. This list just keeps getting longer and longer and longer. So I've been adding up all like the cost of all the uh, the prizes that you can get, and they, it, they are, by the way, running commercials for this contest. 
Oh, they are? I saw one last week, yeah. Um, but it's not during the Super Bowl, yeah. which is smart. They're still saving hella money. Yep. So right now you can get a BMW, 10 cheese boards from Etsy, a 30-pound bucket of mayo, a pickleball set, Baja Blaster Mountain Dew, Lint Truffles, a CrowdStrike Protection Plan, a Google Pixel 8, a $100 <laughs> gift card that feels like $1,000, a cooler, Doritos, a State Farm Polo, Lion Plushies, Pringles, Cornhole, Nerd Gummies, Drumsticks, and an Off-Roader, and a Kia. And an unnamed Volkswagen. Did you say a cornhole? You could get cornhole. Whoa! <laughs> okay. Oh, they didn't have you at BMW, but they had you at cornhole. Cornhole! And a thousand Popeye wings. What are your guesses for how much all this costs? $350,000. It's going to be more than that. Uh, $350,001, Bob. Y'all are both wrong. So far, it's only $181,878. Really? I know. It's what a bargain for DoorDash. They've saved so much money on this stupid commercial. And there are like two or three cars in that thing? Yes. Huh. So right now, it's probably going to get up more because they keep adding things on the website, but we'll see. All right, Usher is teasing his highly anticipated Super Bowl set list. How did he narrow down his his discography? He'll tell you on your next Evo's on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. I'm about to lose a bet, and I don't like to lose. Okay, we're going to get into uh, the Super Bowl and conversation starters here in just a couple of seconds, just in case you're totally clueless about football, but you're at this party. You want to sound smart for six seconds? We can help you out with that in a minute. <clears throat> so I have a friend that um, is, pr- I have to, I think, go back to her today and say that she was right and I was wrong, and I don't like that. <laughs> I don't like that at all. So she went in for an eye exam yesterday, and they were telling her that she needs a new prescription, right? So she's in there doing the same thing we all do during these exams where they put the puffy puff stuff in your eyes. That sucks. That's like some kind of torture. The anticipation of that thing, and then you try not to jerk back. I actually treat it now as like a test to see if I can stay still, and I've yet to do it. It's impossible. <laughs> it's virtually impossible. Anyway, so she was telling me that she had to get new contacts, and I'm like, um, so what's your prescription? What's your eyesight? And she's like, well, I, don't, I, I, have, I have no idea. I'm like, wait a second. Someone tells you that you need new contacts or new glasses, and your first question is, how bad or how good is my eyesight? She's like, I, I never even thought to ask. And I'm like, I was laughing at her. I was making <laughs> jokes. Like, what are you kidding me? It's the first thing that I ask anytime is if they say that I need a prescription, it's what are my eyes. If I'm getting my blood pressure taken on any exam, as soon as they're done, I'm like, what was it? I always ask. Do you know what it means when they're like 182 <laughs> over 75? No. I just say, I don't say what was it. I say... Am I okay? Yeah. <laughs> oh, the blood pressure one I do know. Uh, oh, okay. But the, the contact lens or the prescription on the eyes, I would have no idea at all. Do you know your current prescription? I don't. Okay. Um, <laughs> oh, wait, wait, wait. I was just told this. Yes, it's not good. Because okay. uh, I had to go in for my optic nerve thingy thingy. The, the it, stroke? Yeah, the stroke. <laughs> I was trying to, I was trying to avoid. You strokes thingy thingies now? I was trying to avoid using that um, particular word. Sorry. Because it just makes me sound super old. No, it doesn't. <laughs> How are your hips? Between my hip and my, <laughs> and my optic nerve stroke. I can't believe I'm still here. I can't And wait I can't to- believe this is FM radio. I should be on AM. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to hang out with you at the curb tonight. <laughs> I'll be there from 9 to 9.15. Uh, but yeah, it was something ridiculous. It was like 22.50 or something like that. It was really, really bad. Um, so I came in here this morning. I'm like, you guys, hey, I'm talking to my idiot friend yesterday. <laughs> and I went around the room asking you. Nobody knows their prescription. I have no clue. You so have glasses on right now. I have no idea what this is. No no idea. So it, this was just like a, about a year and a half, two years ago, something like that. Um, I've, I've always had 
great vision. I've, I've had 2020 or as close to 2020 as you can get. And it wasn't until after I got to a certain age and then popped a child out, my eyesight was like, deuces. <laughs> <laughs> and so I could tell I was having a hard time reading my phone specifically. So I went and I got checked out and sure enough, I needed a prescription, but I have no, they're readers. I have no idea what the prescription is. It, it seems so odd to me that you don't ask, like, no. especially when you're doing, you know, the, uh, R. L, cover your right eye, cover your left yeah. eye, and then you're just making up letters because you can't see crap, um, that you wouldn't, like no. to me, it's, you need to know the results. No idea. I have too much on my mind. Like, I'll know it if it's an issue, then I'll know every single thing about it. But if you're just going to give me a prescription and I'm going to go on my merry way and I know I can tapity tap tap get you to fill another one whenever I need it, I'm not paying attention. No idea if it's 2100, 2200, 2300, no idea. I have readers as well, which I don't wear. I should, but I just, I don't care. Fascinating, Abby. Yeah, I mean, I got a text from you randomly yesterday. I'm sitting at the bar with the rest of our coworkers post-work, and I'm like, why is Bert asking me about my vision? And I'm literally, I answered honestly, I was like, I cannot remember the last time I went to the eye doctor, which now I can remember because I dated an an ophthalmologist student in college, and I went to the doctor a lot. Uh, <laughs> was it a real doctor or was this a role play? <laughs> no, he was like an intern or something. And the only thing I remember Were you like, why do I have to take my pants off to check my eyes? <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I remember is that I have an astigmatism in my right eye. And it's it bothers me during Christmas time because of all the lights. Yes. And then after that, I ignore it. Oh, I'm about to really freak you guys out. I have no idea what my blood type is. I didn't until a couple of months ago. I think 90% of people don't have an idea. I don't. Do you I guys don't. have any idea? I know, but yeah, it was later in life because I'd always forget. Yeah. I don't know why I can't remember that. That's just something. So like with my, you know, I have my eyesight prescription. I have no idea what my blood type is. Kaylee, you have no idea what your eyesight is? Uh, no, but I, and I, but I know that my blood type, I forgot what it is, but it's the more rare one. There's more one that's more. Yeah. Is it R? No, no, I don't think it's that rare. One is, R. One is R. Wait, there's an R? Uh, hang on. I, I think my blood R. type is one R. that I can give to many, but I can't receive. That's yeah, my dad. One is O positive, and the yeah. other one is O. One is the universal receiver. One is the universal giver. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah, assuming, I, you're I the uni- I'm you- assuming, Kaylee, you're the universal receiver. I don't receiver. give or receive. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for your wife. <laughs> so do you, do you donate on the reg? No. Yes, Kristen's are putting me on the spot. No, they would tell you anyway, I think, once you do that. Yes. I don't know. I mean, like, they probably don't want my blood. Probably not. (laughs) So the truth is, most people don't know. No, no clue. I got to go back to and say you were right and I was wrong, and I, damn, I hate that. (laughs) All right, so. Let Cassie clarify. No, R is not a blood type. I think it's RH. Yeah. It's like a factor in your blood type. What okay. if I would have said, yes, that's it. Then <laughs> <laughs> you would be an alien, my yeah. friend. The Bird Show. All right, so maybe you're going to end up at a Super Bowl party this weekend, uh, and you know nothing about football at all. And there they all are going to be, men and women, rattling off stats, talking about that play and that play. And you are totally and completely clueless. What we would like to do this morning is just to give you guys some conversation starters just so you're not on the outside like a wallflower looking in every now and then you can get in there flex a little football knowledge and then get out of that conversation before they follow up yeah i wouldn't even (laughs) say a conversation starter more of like a conversation contributor so like you're listening to a conversation because if you do start one you might get stuck in it but if you could just have like a little fun fact that you can whip out while you're in a conversation for all our little introverts out there i think this could be helpful let me give you guys one that will blow anybody away that is watching the game and you can 
stick and move on this one. So you know when you sit down and you watch an NFL football game, generally it's about three hours long, right? Mm-hmm. So a football game is uh, four different quarters, right? And it's supposed to be 60 minutes, right, in cl- actual clock time. The truth is that... When you're watching a football game, there's only between 12 and 15 minutes of actual playtime in any three hours. Wow. Isn't that like the, our radio show? It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. Are you serious? Yes. Isn't that crazy? In three hours, you're actually watching 12 to 15 minutes of the ball moving or being passed. That's it. Wow. So now let's almost like just go ahead and cut that in half. So that means all these players that are out there are only in an entire football game, playing between six and seven minutes of football. Wow. Because you got offense, you got defense, right? You got some special teams in there also. Six to seven minutes in that whole game. That will blow people away. Explains why I'm so bored usually. (laughs) (laughs) It's just a lot of standing. So you can use that one. Just get in. I would. Use that and get out before there are any follow-up questions. That is fascinating. However, if somebody came up with that rando fact at a party, I'd be like, what do you do in your spare time? (laughs) (laughs) Then you become mysterious and you go, you don't need to know that. (laughs) Yep. All right, who's got another one? Okay, so I was actually challenged to bring the Swifty facts because, of mm-hmm. course, Taylor Swift's boyfriend is playing in this, you know, Super Bowl thing. And if you want to make conversation with the people that are just there to see Taylor Swift, I've got you covered. So we're going to start off basic with something that just happened this weekend. Taylor had a lo- very big announcement at the Grammys while accepting her 13th Grammy for uh, Best Pop Vocal Album. She announced her new album coming out in April called The Tortured Poets Department. So you could say... Are you excited for Taylor Swift's new album to drop? (laughs) Okay, I just want to caution you on this, and I love your passion. That if you're at a Super Bowl party and you're talking to a dude that is a hardcore NFL or uh, football uh, connoisseur or watcher, passionate, if you start rattling off Taylor Swift stuff, you are going to turn him off immediately because most dudes are like so over it. No, this is not for the Brad's dads or Chad's, right? This is not for it. Like this is if you know somebody is a Swifty at the party and this is how you can engage in conversation with the Swifty at the party because I guarantee you there will be one there. And how do you know that? Because she is probably wearing a Travis Kelsey shirt. (laughs) (laughs) It is a woman wearing either an Eras Tour polo or a hoodie or a Travis Kelsey jersey. So, you know, I'm an extrovert uh, to the umph degree. So for introverts, I just think it's really important that to contribute either interesting observations about the game, the performance, the food, like you could essentially provide value and guidance to a complete stranger. Like you could ask him, mm-hmm. is it socially acceptable to double dip? <laughs> that guy over there just did. He had his fingers all in it. Ew. Yeah, and walk good, away. Though. That's a great. So therefore, that person goes. I'm staying away from the spinach dip. Like he just hooked me up. I don't want that. And it has nothing to do with football. No, but not again, at all. Getting... It's just an observation. That's solid, dude. I'm telling you, that like that's solid. that's value. You just hooked that guy up. You guided him. It's like you just watched that dude go to the bathroom and didn't wash his hands, and he's going around shaking everyone's hand. You don't want to shake that dude. It's head. just a conversation yeah. starter because uh-huh. you are. Basically broken up into two people, like ones that double dip and ones that won't. (laughs) And you've stirred the pot at the party. Now you've you've divided everybody. I'm really, um, you know, forming a base for a brawl. You came in with no enemies, you're leaving with 87 of them. Okay, my next conversation starter, also very easy. A lot of Swifties were expecting her to announce her reputation, Taylor's version album at the Grammys. She didn't. So you could ask... 
are you bummed she isn't releasing Reputation Taylor's version this spring? <laughs> and then wait for your answer. Could you imagine if a dude approached a woman with all these Taylor Swift Oh, that's funny. What? That's really funny. I mean, that's you're immediately getting laid. Like, halftime, you're not watching Usher. You're in the bathroom doing it. I mean, I do this at Braves games. I always ask my brother for, like, three conversation starters. Uh-huh. So all last season, I was just going up to random guys and being like, do you think Matt Olson is the new Freddie Freeman? Oh, my God. What a go- yes. yes. As a dude, you'd be like, what? Exactly. Yeah. But You're- then I'm totally lost after that. I'm just kind of, like, a- a- nodding into the void. No, like- I would be, I would, like, pull out a ring. Because <laughs> I carry one on me all the time. And I would just put it on your finger. So, yeah, I thought about it, too. It's like maybe you are not a drinker and you have a water, right? Everybody's like, oh, you're not drinking, bro? Like, you know, you you need to try to meet them at their level. And they're probably a bunch of loud alcoholics just, you know, screaming. And so, you know, if someone asks you that, you could just respond with, well, I just did a key bump in the bathroom. Right? <laughs> I ate some mushrooms. Wow. And now you are on their level and your life is just as messed up and awkward as theirs. And now you're part of the team. We were doing so well. Yeah. This is getting progressively more chaotic. We were really doing, doing so well. Uh, Abby, your show? Oh, is this? Okay, we got one yeah. more. Okay, you could ask this to anybody, a Swifty or a non-Swifty. Do you think Taylor's going to run down on the field of the Chiefs win, or is she going to let T- Travis have his moment? Mm-hmm. Okay, and I have one more. So if you are in a, like, a, you meet somebody, the conversation stales, you don't know what to do, it's awkward, you just look over their shoulder, act like so, someone just waved you over, and move like they were carrying something heavy, and you need to help them before they drop it. And then you're off. Yeah, okay. Like, okay. All right, there we go. Simple. There's your tips and tricks for having a successful introverted Super Bowl. I thought you could have ended on the drug one. I thought that was yeah. bad. Oh, well, right, well, I was just trying to provide something extra. The Bird Show. So Abby just raised a very interesting question that I want to circle back on here because it's the same conversation we had about the college draft a while back also. And this question had to do with the Super Bowl and Travis Kelsey and Kansas City and Taylor Swift having to make a decision on stealing some of his sparkle or not this weekend. Yeah, well, Taylor's going to have a really big decision when the Super Bowl ends and God willing, the Chiefs win and Travis is all excited. She's going to have to make the decision if she's going to run down on the field or not because, you know, if she does, you know, she's going to be called out for being like, oh, you're stealing some of his sparkle in his big moment. So does she stand back or does she just embrace the full moment and celebrate him? So it's an interesting question for a couple of different reasons. That question would never be raised if it was a dude. Mm. Never. Mm-mm. Oh, is he he would be like 100% people would be like, oh, look how sweet he was. Oh, my God, they just won the Women's World Cup and uh, her man ran down there and braced her. No one would say that he was stealing uh, her thunder, right? He, they, he would get nothing but applauded for that. But in this case, very different. Well, no, and if you're Travis Kelsey and he, he seems very confident in who he is and what he's doing, if this, a per, this is a person you love, this is a person you want to share one of the biggest moments of your life with. Mm-hmm. So if I'm Travis, yeah, hell yeah, I want Taylor down there yes. and I want us to celebrate this together. And I mean, it's not it's not her fault that she's mm-hmm. as popular as she is or even for NFL as polarizing as she is for the, you know, dads, brads, and chads. Even though not so much the dads. The dads have really embraced her. <laughs> it's the it's, chads. It's the chads I think are having the major issue. So um, while I am about respecting um, your significant other's moment and not stealing the sparkle, in this instance, I don't think she's stealing anybody's sparkle. I think she's supporting her man. This is such a big win, though. I wonder if there's anything in the back of anyone's head that... 
if she goes down there and God forbid, Abby, they break up. <laughs> now every picture he has of his Super Bowl win is going to have her in it. Like she will oh, have tainted mm. this memory. Well, he already won the Super Bowl once, and his ex girlfriend Kayla was also down on the field with him too. So, may, may it's fair to say maybe he's learned his lesson. But I get the sense that these two are so confident in their relationship and just in themselves that I think Taylor's going to run down there. I think so too, and I don't think that he would want anything but that as what Kristen said but we sort of have a model for this already a few years ago we were just talking about this in studio a few years ago during the college draft when all these players come on up and they find out they're going to the NFL right and it's a really 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 big moment there was a quarterback and I believe he played for Kentucky Will Levins who's now in the NFL he gets drafted he goes up and he does his thing he makes a speech but throughout the entire night the cameras were flashing on, I believe I have this right, his fiance at the time, who was dressed kind of provocatively. She was, the dress didn't sort of fit the event. Not at all. Right? This is why I brought this up because I was actually, being a Kentucky fan, I was invested in where he was going to go in the draft. And it was highly annoying that every time the camera went to them, it didn't go to him and went to them and it focused on her. And then also on social media, no, I mean, she became, it, it, it became a viral, she became oh, a viral yeah. sensation on Everybody social media. Everybody wanted to see who she was, right? So I brought this to the table because I feel like, you know, in that moment, that, it, that was his moment to shine. And you, you had the opportunity to dress it down a little bit, let the spotlight be on him. But no, you came in hot, hot, and everybody was talking about you and not him. And I, I thought that was like... I thought that was pretty crappy of her. Mm, and I don't think they're together with each other anymore. <laughs> Color me shocked. Right. So, uh, but we, I remember having that debate. This one feels a little bit different. It's completely different. It's completely different because all of the wives and girlfriends are going to be on the field yes. anyway. We're only having this conversation because Taylor Swift is the most popular woman in the world. So will it take away from who is the most popular football player arguably, in the world. And I will say, I have not let this go, but when I brought this up to everybody, everybody was like, no, what are you talking? She has, she, she can wear whatever she wants. That's not on her. That's on them. And I was like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> Well, in retrospect, I think it's how she dresses. If she dresses like that all the time, then you're just being who you are. But if she did it to show up and show out, then mm-hmm. I think I'm more Team KK on that. Just with Taylor, I feel like she's in between a rock and a hard place. She can't win. No. If she stays up, they're going to be like, look at her not supporting. She's too good to be on the field with everybody. And if she goes down, look at her trying to steal his sparkle. Like, she should have let him have his moment. So and Yeah, people love to be haters. So I'm excited for Sunday and putting this out into the ether. When the Chiefs <laughs> win and they have their big moment, it's going to be even cuter than it was the last time around when they embraced. Ah. Now, if he, and this is not going to happen, but if he were to propose. No, that's not going to happen. I know it's not, but... It's like the 1.0001. If he did that as a fellow teammate, I would be pissed. Oh, yeah. Because you can't, uh, it it would be like somebody else proposing at your wedding. I just don't, honestly, Kristen, I don't think dudes think that way. Are you serious? I do. I don't think that there were, like, Patrick Mahomes is going to be, oh, my God, I was the MVP of the game, and everybody's talking about Travis because he proposed to Taylor. Most dudes don't think that you way. You can't turn your Super Bowl moment into a proposal. You, you got to let everyone have their, their moment to shine. I understand what you're saying. I think you guys are thinking like women, though. I don't think most dudes would care. Well, fun fact, I am one. <laughs> <laughs> I know you are. 
The Burt Show. All right, so, man, you talk about a tough situation. It is never fun to fire anybody. But how about the stress that goes into it when you have to fire your best friend? Kristen has the email. Dear Burt Show, I was hoping to get your help because I'm dealing with a bit of a tricky situation, and I'd love to get your thoughts on it. You all have such strong opinions. Yes, we do. And advice, and usually look at situations from all angles. We certainly try. Here's the deal. I've been advised to terminate my best friend at work. I kill her? No, at work. Terminate, um, Kill fire. her while she's on the job? No, 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 no. <laughs> the one who helped me snag this job. I'm feeling pretty torn up about it. My friend's been my rock, always there for me, and played a major role in getting me this gig. However, it seems their performance at work isn't quite meeting the higher-ups' expectations. And they think it might be impacting the team. Being totally honest, I don't disagree. However, I've really tried to be blind to the situation because I was hoping it wouldn't get to this. Now I'm stuck between juggling loyalty and my professional responsibilities. I really need to know how I handle this without losing or affecting my friendship. If it was you, what would you do? Winning. sucks. And I've had to do this. It was terrible. You had to fire a friend? A really good friend, a friend that was in my wedding. <gasps> so I was the co-host uh, on a radio show, uh, and uh, I wasn't even the host of the show. I was the producer of the show and the sidekick. That's what we used to call us back then, sidekicks, not co-hosts. So, but I was the producer also, so I was responsible for all the personnel. And we had to fire this guy. That was my best friend, and he was also working on the show. So me and the host of the show were going to sit him down after the show and say, because he was such a nice guy, and he still is. We're still in contact with each other. He uh, is super, super nice. Do you know who I'm talking about? Yes. You do? I do. I don't think you do. I, uh-huh. You do? Yeah. I think so. Okay. Was this when, yeah. It doesn't matter. Okay. Um, <laughs> so um, after the show... Uh, I call him into the office and I'm waiting for the host to come and help me out. This dude, I catch him running down the hall and leaving the station so he didn't have to be part of the conversation, leaving me there with just like one of my best friends to have to fire him alone. <laughs> how, and how did that conversation go? Give her some advice. How, how did you handle that conversation? Um, it was just like, dude, I, I, I think, look, again, we're going back 30 years here. I mm -hmm. think it was something like, dude, I hate doing this, but it's just not working out. Blah, 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 blah. But he understood and we're still friends today. But I, I just remember that entire show because I knew I had to do it for four and a half or five hours. Ugh. I don't think that I engaged in the conversations on the show at all. I was so nervous. Oh, my gosh. Probably not. But at the end of the day, you know this, but it doesn't take the sting away that it is business, right? Like, but you have to admit, the boss in your situation, having you do that and do it solo... That was a really crappy move on his part. It tracks. Yeah. <laughs> this I'm aware. Yes, it does. Yeah. So in this instance, like if your friend, they have to know the dynamics at this place of employment, right? Like the boss has to know that these two are good friends and the other one got her the job. So why would you put her in that position? I get it's business. If she's a supervisor, business is business, man. You got to take all that stuff out of it. It's not easy to do, but at the end of the day, it's so about business. And they put her in that position to have to make and have conversations like that. So she can't go to her boss and be like, listen, I understand what you're asking me to do. And I'm not in full, you know, like I'm not in disagreement of what you want to do, but I'm 
this is a very uncomfortable situation. Is there any other person that can do this besides me? We have a very different environment here. So if we were in that position, I would say, you know what? Yes, I understand it. But some businesses, man, are very like, this is the order of business. This is how it goes. And it sets a really bad example for everybody else in the office. If we get to pick and choose who is doing the firing and who's not. Yeah, I do think it's a messed up situation. But if she is her supervisor, like it's also kind of her fault. Like if you are in charge of managing this person, this person in their work, if you have not said anything to them up until this point, like you have to take some of the responsibility for the fact that they are getting terminated. If you knew their work was not satisfactory and you just sat back and didn't say anything about it, then I think like, I think this is part of your punishment too. So if you are the employee that's about to be fired do you would you rather it be from your best friend or would you rather it be from the supervisor of the supervisor supervisor of the supervisor supervisor of the supervisor i, I think i would rather have it be my best friend really absolutely yeah not. i mm-hmm. I, I think it would affect our relationship for a little bit but i think if you brought it about in a certain way like hey i just want you to know like this is coming from the higher-ups not from me mm-hmm. they wanted me to tell you because they know we already have a relationship this I, I don't want to do this. I know you don't want me to do this, but I think I think it would soften the blow. I don't know. For me, it's the humiliation factor. Like, I wouldn't blame my friend because they're just following orders, but the humiliation of essentially being told I'm not good enough to be there anymore and ha- my friend having to deliver mm-hmm. that news, I want it from the higher, higher up so I know it's from up top and I can pretend it never happened with my friend. I'm with Abby. I'm with Abby. It wouldn't affect my relationship with my friend at all, and I'd rather it come from my best friend than the supervisor. Because then, then I can cry and not be embarrassed. Yeah. Well, Kristen wants to have a conversation with you after the show. <laughs> and the roles really have for I got to start looking at the, the titles and the letterhead. Damn. You really do. It's the Kristen show. <laughs> it has been for a while. <laughs> the Burt Show. Warning. Warning. Valentine's Day is coming. There are five days before Valentine's Day. Time to get buzzed on the hot goss from Hollywood with Abby. It's the Burt Show's entertainment buzz. Usher is this weekend's Super Bowl halftime performance, and he's already teasing the special guest for his halftime show. So he says that it's going to be a, quote, new beginning for his career, Mm. and he's teasing that he is going to be joined by some special guests for his performance. Yeah. We already divulged that Justin Bieber is one of the rumored guests because they have a remix together for Justin's song Peaches and Usher posted a photo with a peach. So, oh my gosh, they must be doing the remix of Peaches at the Super Bowl. But he didn't mention Justin in a press conference, but he did mention some other big names. So Usher said, I would be a fool to not play. Yeah, let's just start there. Obviously, I'd be very upset if you yes. didn't play that song. Right. I think everybody has that on their must play list. Yes. It would be foolish to make it all the way to Las Vegas. John is here. Lute is here. And not play, yeah. So those are the only names that he dropped. But in terms of like actually whittling down his 30-year career, Man. here was his thought process. What I did is I, I was very mindful of my past, celebrating my present, which is here in Las Vegas, and thinking about where we're headed in the future. What songs do I feel people know me for? What songs have been a celebration um, of all of the journey of what life and love and emotion has been offered in my music? I have to be honest with you. When he was first announced, I was kind of like, cool, like I like Usher. I'm excited. I have to say, I'm really pumped to see this Mm -hmm. new era for Usher. Mm -hmm. Usher. I think he's going to be having 
like a like a Justin Timberlake like moment like he's happy now like we're going to get a lot of like new music that feels like what we love about Usher but like revamp for 2024. I think he's set to drop his album right after his halftime performance and I will be one of the first people to stream it. Yeah, I think he's one of those artists where you forget how many hits they've had. So many. Until you like go to the playlist on uh Apple like their essentials and you're like, "Oh my god, that one, uh-huh. that one, uh-huh. that one, that one, that." There's so many to choose from. Yeah, I have never been in a club and Usher comes on. I'm like, oh, this is whatever. Anytime Usher comes on, I am shaking my booty because it's always a banger. So excited to see him rock it and for this renaissance for Usher. I'm loving all the memes coming out um, and people saying like all the millennials and Gen X are going to have to like (laughs) stretch so we don't pull a muscle during Usher's (laughs) halftime performance because we're going to be so excited. Because I mean that he is part of, um, he is part of the music of my youth and Mm -hmm. like like when I hear Usher I think high school I think college and it brings back so many fond memories like there are certain artists that will always just kind of elicit that kind of memory for you and he is one of those and I am so freaking excited for this halftime show Katie and I bonded over an Usher song on the fur bus one night coming back from Tommy's house what song will we not probably hear during the Super Bowl halftime that is our favorite Usher song good kisser yeah such a good song. song. It won't be played, though. I don't think it'll be Probably played. Probably not. Why not? Because uh, I think in the overall usherness in his career, like that wasn't a huge hit mm. when you compare it to the other ones, and he just has a limited time. Yeah. I just want my way. That's all I want. Ooh. Yeah, he's only got 13 minutes, so some of those deep cuts are going to get thrown on the floor, but maybe he'll do like a medley of some stuff, and you'll hear a good kisser in it. And you awesome. make me want to. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. That'll be on there for sure. Oh, yeah, for sure that'll be on there. New relationship, too. This is what uh-huh. you do. Think about our even on You don't the even need to tune in on Sunday anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Usher's right here. Uh-huh. <laughs> they call me U-S-H-E-R-R-A-Y-M-O-N-D. <laughs> I am excited. <laughs> How about this is my confession? Will that be played? I think so, confessions is a... Yeah. I think confessions. a lot of people think confessions might get up there. Slow, but I think... For yeah, sure. Uh-huh. I, It'll probably be right in the middle when he needs a little bit of a breather after he just okay. gave us all of, like, the bangers. Then he's going to be like, these are my confessions. Uh-huh. Yeah. We really are the Super Bowl <laughs> halftime performance. You're welcome for that, y'all. <laughs> all right. When I say eat the rich, I am never talking about Christian Bale. Because actor Christian Bale. <laughs> what? Are we we're eating the rich now? That's what the kids say. A little yeah. bit of rich. salt. Yeah, a little bit of salt. Mm. Can I get that Himalayan pink salt? Yeah. Salt yeah. bake. <laughs> So actor Christian Bale is helping build some housing developments that will keep foster siblings together. This is so sweet. So he just broke ground on Wednesday for a new housing development near L.A. And the one purpose of it is to keep siblings in the foster care system under one roof. He said, imagine the absolute pain and trauma of losing your parents and being torn from your parents and then losing your brothers and sisters on top of that. There, That is no way to treat kids. I hope that this village will be the first of many. These are our children and we must help our children. That is absolutely amazing. Look at Batman coming in to save the day. (laughs) He is one of those actors, no matter what he's in, it's going to be an amazing performance. And he's an equally great guy, apparently. He's incredible. So I'm happy to hear that Batman is actually a superhero in real life, too. A new docuseries will expose a children's television exec for a dangerous work environment. I'll explain on your next eBuzz on The Burt Show. The Burt Show. Question for you, Abby. You're on a dating app in a month because you're not allowed to be on it right now because your boy's sober. And a dude confesses to you that he's 30 years old and has never been kissed. (laughs) I think you just answered. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to ask you if that is a red flag. How do you look at that if he's 30 years old 
never kiss somebody. It's not a red flag yeah, as much as it is a turnoff. It, but I, I, I want to be empathetic here. And I would, I would want to know why. You know, were you in a cult for 29 years and you've just now broken out? Yeah. Were you, were you, did you have a lot of religious trauma growing up? Are you just kind of a wussy? Like you just didn't have any like balls to approach a woman? Like there's a lot of follow-up questions. Zero opportunity. Zero. <laughs> there was probably plenty of opportunity. So really the turnoff is just kind of like, I don't know. I love a guy with, with a big personality who's very outgoing. So for me, you're just telling me that you're not my type in that moment. Because if you're 30 and you haven't kissed anybody, then you're probably not the kind of personality type that I'm attracted to. Yeah, because it means, it's that's, that screams oh. no initiative to me. Yes. Or like you're just, really? you're, you more, yes. It, it seems to me like you're more of a person that stands back rather than goes after what you want. Okay, so let's bring it down a little bit. How about 28? 28. 28 never kissed. Same it, thing? Yeah. The, the age doesn't matter to me. If you're yeah. above the age of, I'm going to give it 21. Yeah. If you are out of the college age range and you haven't kissed somebody, that to me is kind of like, what were you doing for all those years? Yeah, I'm, I'm the same with Abby. I just, I feel like, and it, it, it's not, this isn't to shame or this isn't to, to show lack of empathy. I probably know it sounds like that, but it, it makes you look like a dog looking at a whistle. Like, huh? Like how... How, how is that possible? Yeah. How is that possible? Like, you definitely have to get to the why of it. Um, but that would be, it would be something that I wouldn't want to know and that you, sh- I don't feel like you should disclose. Okay. Well, Harper here is 24. She's not 28. She's not 30. But okay. she is 24. According to you, Abby, we're in the zone here where it's going to be uncomfortable. If she tells somebody mm-hmm. this. Just a little bit. Just okay. a little bit. Uh, Harper's on the voice disguiser. Uh, hey, Harper. Okay, so you're 24 years old. You have never been kissed, but you think it might be happening this weekend. Yeah. So um, I just don't have much of a dating history. Like all through high school, college, even now in grad school, I've just been really focused on school, right? So um, I haven't really had time for like friendships and certainly not dating um so like i don't know i mean i've gone on like two dates ever up until now um but i you know i struggle with anxiety i just haven't really like put myself out there to even meet guys but that changed (laughs) recently and so now i've been on two dates with one person and we have our third date on saturday and i'm pretty sure he's gonna expect to kiss me but as you said, the problem is uh, I've never done that, and I just, like, I don't know how to kiss, you know? Like, I know everybody has a first time, right? But like you said, it's usually well before 24, yeah. you know, like you're know, like a teenager. I don't know about these guys, but my my practice kisses were with myself in the sixth grade in America. <laughs> Same. I was, I was kissing myself. I was about to ask, like, how did you? I, I, I kissed my Joey McIntyre pillow. Oh, you did? No, oh. I was more pathetic than that. Was, mine was straight up on the mirror. I, I never did any of that because I felt so stupid doing it. Yeah. Oh, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah I mean, it's stupid, and... but nobody's, nobody's going to know until, like, <laughs> I knew that was enough. on the radio. Oh. <laughs> and it was simple because my reflection knew which way I was going. Yeah. Right? And there was 
no confusion going on there at all. You got to do the back of your hand trick. You know, you got to put up like your two fingers and you got to do a little, because then you can do, you can do the motions. And then you can open it up a little bit like you're going to get some tongue. Yeah, you can practice the tongue movements, do a little tongue workout. Put your tongue in there. Maybe we should have got a CPR doll. I mean, this is not helping Harper at all. Anyway, Harper, so you're nervous not about the date, but come the end of the date, you think, like, he's going to go in, and and what? What's your anxiety here, that you're going to have to kiss for the very first time and you're going to really suck at it? I just, like, I don't know how easy it is, you know? And, like, I don't really want to tell him and have him think that I'm weird. So I just, I don't know if he's going to know that I've never okay. done it. And I, I just, I guess, is it better to be honest and hope no. that he doesn't judge me? Or <laughs> All right, Harper, here, here we go. Ready? Here we go. One, there's going to be so many YouTube tutorials. So I highly <laughs> recommend. Yes, absolutely. Oh, yes. How to kiss on yes, YouTube? Yes, absolutely. There's one that I watched. It's a how cast with Michael Blaustein. Everybody I know my age has watched that really? video. Yeah, it's like how to have a hot makeup. Yeah, of oh. course there's going to be YouTube tutorials on how to kiss. So definitely look at those. Do not tell him, okay? So don't, don't drink too much because you don't want to be sloppy. So kind of keep your wits about you and try to control the nerves. So at the end of the date, when he leans in, whatever you do don't lean back all right because you want to do this right yeah okay I all right. like him a lot I'm just nervous okay you're fine we're gonna talk this through all right so let him take the lead nine times out of ten he's gonna lean his head to the right you're gonna lean your head to the right and then you're gonna go in and then you're gonna lock lips and then just follow his lead I promise it's not as complicated and difficult as you think it is in your head um, you're not you are not gonna be bad at this this is your kissing destiny it is going to happen <laughs> this weekend yes the kiss that you're gonna get at the end of the date here is very different than a makeout session yes. or a heavy petting session yeah. Kiss. <laughs> this one is just like softly pucker. Let him do that. And here's something you need to remember also, and this might alleviate some of your pressure. He's just as nervous as you are. Yeah. Yeah. yeah mm-hmm. He's probably kissed more than you have, but he's just as nervous at that first kiss. Mm-hmm. But we assume that our nerves are worse than the other person's. It's not true. Yeah, I I just can't imagine that he's not as not more or less nervous. But I'm sure he is. I mean, there's a difference between having a first kiss with somebody and having your first kiss ever. <laughs> so again, dude, watch the YouTube tutorials. Don't get too drunk. Don't lean away when he leans in. Tilt your head ever so slightly to the right, like Bert said. Pucker ever so slightly and follow his lead. And what? don't don't do too much tongue too quick. No, 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 no tongue. That's, that's no. an advanced move. Just keep just keep it all inside. Yes. No yes. tongue this. Yes. No tongue keep, this weekend. Keep it inside unless he inserts his tongue, and then you can ever so lightly play with his. Oh, that's an advanced move. She's not going to know what to do with that. I yeah. think at 24, <laughs> I think her brain's developed enough that it's just going to click in, I and it's going to be like. She's she's just gonna it's gonna be like autopilot. Yeah, the the, tr- the tongue is tricky, man. It's <laughs> tricky. You have to have the right amount in there. I have kissed women that have had that tongue no. in there way too long. No. Sometimes it's too hey. hard. Hey, she's not putting her tongue in his mouth. If he inserts his tongue in her mouth, then she's going to play with it ever so lightly. No, you need to scream. No, you're not. <laughs> and fear and say help. Help me. <laughs> I've never done this before. <laughs> Let, and then just run away. No. Harper, you got this. Seriously. I have all the faith in the world in you. Uh, Ariel is here to help you out. Ariel, help Harper, who is 24 years old and is pretty convinced she is going to have her first kiss this weekend. 
Uh, yes. I just wanted to say, like, there's nothing to be worried about. Like, I was in the same boat as you, Harper. I was 23, and I had never been kissed. And there was this guy I was seeing, and he just leaned in, and he kissed me. And we actually, my first kiss was a makeout session, so nice. it went really well. Really? Okay. It, just, it comes naturally, doesn't it, Ariel? Yeah. Yeah, it really does. Like, you just forget about all the nerves of, like, mm-hmm. oh, this is my first time, and it's just... If it happens, it happens. Oh, and another tip, Harper. Close your eyes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep them wide open. Don't blink. (laughs) This this is an important one right here. That's very important. This is very important. So, yeah, (laughs) as you're going, leaning in, tilt your head. Before you touch lips, close your eyes because you don't want to be staring at him while you're kissing him. No, she's wrong. What you want to do is you want to open your eyes as, as large as they go. As large as they go. Like you're shocked, right? And you want him to see that during the kiss. Watch the YouTube videos, man. Michael Blaustein will show you how to do it. Can we do this here? Because as you guys said that there are YouTube videos, most of them are really short, like a minute to a minute and a half. Katie, can you find a couple of these that we can play in 10 minutes? I have never heard one, and I am very curious on the instructions on how to kiss. Yep, we can do that. All right, Harper, good luck. Let's check back with you on Monday, okay? You got this. Okay. All right. You're on The Burt Show. All right, tonight is the night to celebrate being single with Valentine's Day right around the corner. We've done this for years now. We call it The Burt Show's Bitter Ball. It will be happening tonight at Tongue and Groove. You can still get your tickets, which are free. All you got to do is sign up for them at Q997Atlanta.com. My husband will be staying home. I'm riding solo, but I have no freaking idea what the hell I'm going to wear. <laughs> into your process, ladies, of how far out you have to start planning. Because you know, I, I will pick something out ha- 20 minutes before I get in the shower tonight. I have no idea. It's okay. so great being a guy. Your process, though, on when you're going to go out on a big Friday night like this and be in the club mm-hmm. starts how far in advance? So for myself, this started about a week ago, and it's just in my head. I am processing all the outfits I have in my closet and what may or may not work, all right? So been a little busy, wasn't able to get on this earlier, but yesterday afternoon before I went and got my spray tan, shocker, I did not go to Aruba, (laughs) um, I started trying on outfits because I am not the same size I was the last time I went to a curb. (laughs) There's been a baby in between that. So I needed to try on these outfits. So I tried on one outfit. You were in the club last year. You look great. Well, I appreciate that. That wasn't a club dress, though. That was a, but whatever. So I had a couple of potential club outfits. One Cassie will remember. It's the white and pink outfit that I wore. Oh my God, I love that one. Right? So I put on, because for, you know, bitter ball, whatever, and Valentine's Day being around the corner, I'm like, this is perfect. And it'll match my nails that I just got did. So I try the dress, I try on, it's a skirt and a top. And I got the skirt on. But I couldn't get the top zipped. So my husband's in the shower. So I'm sitting in the bathroom waiting for my husband to get out of shower so he could help me zip this thing up. It was like stuffing sausage in a casing. (laughs) I'm like, I couldn't even move. I was walking like, so like that one's not going to work. Then I tried on the um, the sweater dress that I wore when we wore at the Super Bowl party in Indianapolis. And I'm talking like that was like 12 years ago, right? Okay. Is that one like a maroony purple? No, this one is like a like a teal, like a turquoise teal with like, like poofy sleeves, but it's a sweater oh, dress. Cute. So 12 years ago. Yes. This is ambitious. Yes. Okay. Um, it was a little too ambitious. <laughs> <laughs> 
So okay. that wasn't going to happen. All right. And then finally, there's another dress. It's not a club dress, but I tried it on. And while it is a little bit difficult to breathe, mm-hmm. that's the one I'm wearing tonight. Okay. <laughs> this is not a night for comfort, right? No, it is not. And it as, is not. And as far as shoes go... Heels or oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely, absolutely. Oh, we ain't wearing sneakers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. What about you? Uh, I mean, there's there's Kristen's camp, and then there's my camp, which is past that point. It's uh, the despair club. So five <laughs> minutes before I get dressed, I will be ripping through my closet, crying, trying to find whatever fits. So and I, then begrudgingly putting my feet into heels, wondering if I could get away with sneakers instead. <laughs> so I actually, I rent my clothes. So this was a big debacle because you asked me earlier in the week, what are you wearing? Yes. And I was like, I don't know, because I don't know if my shipment is going to get in here. And I'm happy to report. It did. It got here yesterday. And I put on everything and everything looked terrible. So (laughs) I hate when that happens. Was this off of Amazon? Because I heard it's like a hit and miss when it comes. No. So I use this program called Newly. So you pay like a fee once a month and you get to pick like six items. It's really great because then you get to look really bougie for the one night that you're going to wear your front outfit. And, you know, you're not actually very bougie. And then you send them back. And then you send them back and then you get a new shipment. It's great. Mm -hmm. So I put on all my outfits yesterday. And thankfully, I have one pair of pants that look decent. But then I had to pull something out of my closet and try and make it work. So I'm not not excited about my outfit, Mm -hmm. but, you know, it's a little bit of a letdown. I'm more excited to hang out with everybody and, like, have fun at the club. Like, I mean, I think I'm not dressing to impress because I don't care. Like, (laughs) I have myself to impress and that's it. But I want to go. I want to feel good and I want to have fun. And I I am so excited for tonight. Me too. I am too. So the amount of time total that you guys will put in for a club appearance, just hanging out tonight... Is what in hours? Oh, and well, I mean, I got with the makeup, nails with makeup. Well, I mean, I went and got a pedicure and a manicure, three and a half, four hour commitment. Well, mm. plus putting the dresses on that didn't fit, oh, also, so that whole thing. Yeah, so maybe five hours. Five hours to get ready for a three hour hangout tonight. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How about you? Kat? Oh, and that shower. I did the shower. So oh, shaving yeah. my legs, shaving my pits, doing all this stuff. So now we're up to six hours. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Takes you an hour to do all that stuff in the shower. It, it, no, I mean, I'm rounding up by at least 45 minutes. Take a really get in there. Yeah. And then keeping in mind my despair tactic, it's still going to take me three hours to get ready. Damn. Five hours for me. Five hours. Five hours. Mm-hmm. So I'm actually skimping on the nails because I, I, I just, they chip. So I'm going, <laughs> I'm barebacking it. And <laughs> so for me, it's just five hours. All right. Well, if you want to come on out tonight and you have an extra five hours to get ready today no, and you, you weren't planning that. on it. Um, yeah, the tickets are available. Again, they're not costing, we're not going to cost, uh, we're not going to charge you anything to hang no. out with us. Uh, this is really just a party. If you're single, just to celebrate being single. Because yeah. you got you got your couple friends that are getting like the flowers that are delivered into the office. And everybody's talking about reservations. Half of those people on Valentine's Day want to be you. They want to be single. So don't be bummed by it. Um, and you know what makes you feel better when you're single? Call hard cash. Um, somebody at the club tonight's going to win a thousand bucks. Yes, Woo! it's guaranteed. You walk into that club, you have a chance to win one thousand dollars. All right, sub uh, text for tonight. Amber here um, is some supposed to meet the woman of her dreams tonight. Yeah, you guys use words like <laughs> excited. I'm going to use the word terrified. That is my <laughs> adjective because I have no idea what's going on. It's kind of like. Like, for instance, you guys have been on the radio for a long time. So if any of you had blind dates or things like that, those people already know pretty much what you look like, uh-huh. a little bit of idea of who you are. I don't have that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I have no idea. So I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> so we should reset this mm-hmm. year. Uh, Amber was failing miserably on uh, dating apps, failing miserably. So Katie and Jackson 
took a look at her profile and they're like, oh, wow, this thing really sucks. No wonder why you're not getting any hits. We need an overhaul. We need an overhaul, <laughs> a complete overhaul. So they went on and they changed her dating apps. And then we got a hit the other day from somebody on a message going, hey, I heard about this girl, Amber, and I checked her out. If she wants to go out, let's do this thing. Like the DM came to you, Katie, right? Yes, there was a DM. She said, oh, I think Amber is sexy. Ooh, hey, what? I gotta have that now, woman. Keep I promise promise you. That's what she said? <laughs> yeah. In the DM? A, yeah. Oh, <laughs> That was an adjective used to describe me. Yep, sexy girl. Are you sure? I'm positive. (laughs) So, (laughs) it was Abby that had the idea tonight. Yeah, thanks. Why don't we we do a half-blind date? Because she already knows what you look like and thinks you're fine and sexy, but you have no idea what she looks like. So, if you're up for it, tonight you guys meet face-to-face for the first time on stage at Bitterball. Great. Yeah. But we just had to check and see if she was game. So, Katie, you oh. were supposed to reach out to her and see if she was A, game, and B, available, because maybe she already has plans tonight, because this literally just came to fruition yesterday. Mm-hmm. And so I reached out to her. I was like, hey, I don't know if you heard about the bitter ball, but I think that would be the perfect chance for you to meet Amber, and we can do this thing on stage. And she was like, what? I want to meet Amber? I was like, yeah, girl, but you got to go to the bitter ball. And she's like, I know what the bitter ball is, Katie. I'm a P1. Don't tell me about it. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, I'm a P1, Katie. I know what it is. And however, unfortunately, she says she already committed to something Dang else, it. so she will not be there. But she dropped her number, and she still wants to go on a date. We just have to set it up okay. at some point in time. Oh, what a relief for you. Yes. <laughs> they're, both, yes. Um, they're both free. If you're both single, that means you're both free on Valentine's Day. So what about your first date being on Valentine's Day? Absolutely not. A first date, there's too yeah. much pressure. Everything's more expensive. I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? Like, no. We'll, we'll brainstorm it next. All week. Right, all right. Okay. You're on the Bird Show.